Greetings across the world. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Maria Isabel. She is still in critical condition, and sadly enough, the doctors are telling her family to prepare for the worst. Part of me wants to say, how dare you? But God do with Maria Isabel as you see fit. We know that you know your child and that your plans for her have already been determined. Nothing that man can say or do is going to change that situation. So God bless her family and um, God's will be done. Also dedicating the podcast to Laura H., just found out she was in the hospital one month suffering from COVID. COVID is no joke, uh, but Laura, we're so glad to know that you're out of the hospital and on the mend and, you know, hopefully going to be restored back to full health. And on a happier note, happy birthday, Sharon P. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to doubt. We know that everything you've said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive their sin and surrender their life to your Lordship to your way, and to your will, well, everything will change for all eternity in their lives. And we are grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest... I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord. It will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, 
in every way. Amen. And now from Hope for Each Day. 1 John chapter 4, verse 10 says, In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. The supreme happiness of life is the conviction that we are loved. Love is the first requirement for mental health. Unfortunately, many people go through life feeling unloved. Perhaps they were constantly criticized or ignored as children or their family was torn by conflict. Perhaps they made bad choices about important issues in life, which only confirmed their belief that they were unworthy of love. I hope this is not your experience, but if it is, I have good news. No matter the reason, your feelings are not telling you the truth. God loves you. And if you begin to see yourself the way God sees you, your attitudes will begin to change. If he didn't love you, would Christ have been willing to die for you? He did. The Bible says, by this we know love because he laid down his life for us. God loves you, listeners. Hammer that truth into your heart and into your mind every day. It will make all the difference. Amen. You know, most people readily admit that Jesus was a great man. But why have Christians always insisted that he was more than a man? because he's also divine. Jesus himself claimed that he was divine. He said, I and the Father are one in John chapter 10, verse 30. In addition, the gospel writers repeatedly pointed out the way that Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament's prophecies concerning the Messiah. But Jesus's divinity was demonstrated most clearly by his resurrection from the dead and his ascension into heaven. Jesus's divinity does make a difference. Only a sinless divine savior could save us for only he could become the perfect and final sacrifice of our sins. Pause right now and thank him for leaving heaven's glory and coming to earth for you. Amen. Be back in just a moment with more. Stay right there. You're going to notice a theme today, but God is driving. <laughs> Back to hope for each day. If you've ever thought about the incredible number of messages that rain down on us every day, television ads, emails, phone calls, 
magazines, junk mail, videos, billboards, social media, conversations. The list is almost endless. And many of those shape our thinking. How many of them subtly convince us that the road to happiness is really paved with possessions or beauty or money or fame or any of a hundred other things? How many of them persuade us that the most important thing in life is financial success or the esteem of others or power or sex? It's hard to resist the cumulative impact of so many messages. But God says our thinking must be shaped by his truth. What this world calls valuable, God calls worthless. What this world scorns, God exalts. My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways. Isaiah 55, verse 8. Jesus said, You call me teacher and Lord, and you say well, for so I am. He is your teacher. He is your Lord not the world. Amen. It's funny because they say that we're more likely to buy a product if they can convince us that everyone else uses it. If everyone else is using it, then it must be good and I ought to buy it. And that's what they hope that we'll say to ourselves. On a far more serious matter, this is what the devil hopes you will say to yourself. Look at the way most people are living, he whispers in our ears. Look, they're having a good time, enjoying life, living for themselves, absorbed in the moment not bothering about God, not thinking about eternity. This is the path to real life. Well, that is a lie. Jesus warned the world's ways will only lead to destruction and hell. Listeners, Jesus calls us to take another path his path. Yes, it may be harder and far fewer are going to take it, but it alone offers us the true peace and joy that can only come from knowing God. And Jesus's path alone leads to eternal life and heaven. We're going to enjoy everything. We're going to have everything. 
Be careful which path you are on and don't let another day go by without Christ. Amen. I'm being dramatic, but you know I love it. <laughs> but you know I love it. God's way day by day. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. A temptation strikes at an area of need we perceive. It may be a need for higher self-value higher attention, appreciation, or a need for approval, a need for love and affection, a need that is physical or sexual, or a need rooted in loneliness or pride, among others. Ask yourself immediately in the face of temptation, is there another way? a good way, a right way of getting this need met in my life? The answer is always yes. God always has a godly alternative for meeting the deep needs of your life. He wants you to have his wisdom about how to meet your deepest emotional needs. Amen. Be strong in his strength. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Troubles make you strong. Troubles destroy some people. Troubles weaken others. There is nothing inherent about troubles that results in making us strong emotionally and spiritually. So they are wrong. The truth is that when we rely upon Christ Jesus in our times of trouble, he makes us strong. He imparts his strength to us and as we receive his strength, we are made strong. Amen. Bottom line. We are made strong. Stay right there. And now a prayer from Cindy Trim. Gaze up to heaven. Father, nothing can separate me from your love. I can boldly let go of my past and face whatever challenges lie ahead because you have filled my soul with joy and peace and my heart with courage. Wherever I go today, I bring your healing and comfort into the atmosphere. 
shield me from persecution and false accusation, from temptation and compromise. I arise today knowing my salvation is sure because of the finished work of Christ at Calvary. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible teaches us, and this is strength for each day, the Bible teaches us that walking in love is the most excellent way to live. God is love, and when we walk in love, we are walking and living in Him. Love is more than a word we use when speaking to other people. It is seen in our actions, especially in how we treat other people. Jesus gave us one new command, which is for us to love one another just as he loves us. As we show that love, others will know that we are his disciples. God's love for us required him to sacrifice his only son. And if we truly want to love people, there will be times when we will also need to sacrifice for them. According to 1 Corinthians 13, love is not self-seeking. It is patient, it is kind, it is humble, and it is not envious. It does not dishonor others. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs and doesn't delight in evil. It rejoices with the truth. It always believes the best for everyone and it never fails. If we focus on loving God and loving other people, we will live the life that he desires for us to live. No matter what so-called good works we may do, if we don't have love, we simply make a lot of noise and amount to nothing. 1 Corinthians 13. Father, I want to walk in the kind of love you show to me, but I need your help. Teach me what love is and how to show it to other people. In Jesus' name, amen. God has called us to live in peace. John 16, verse 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart because I have overcome the world. God has called us to live in peace and to be peacemakers. The older we get, the more we will value peace. And we're going to be so thankful because everyone loves peace. We all say we want peace, but wanting peace and doing what we need to do in order to have it may be two different things. So if you're lacking peace, Ask God to show you what you can do or change 
to bring peace into your life and then be willing to do it, listeners. I have peace, me, myself. I strive for peace every day. Not hurrying helps me stay at peace, as does getting proper rest. There are things that you can do to increase your peace, and I encourage you to identify them and start doing them today. Father, I want to enjoy your peace. I ask you to show me anything in my life that I need to change in order to have it. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. And I think that we all would agree that the world today is not a very peaceful place. In Him, we can have peace. Amen. Be right back with God's purpose for your life. Oh, yes, he has one. I have to squeeze this in because God recently said no to me and I handled it like a champion. I was so proud of myself. I just accepted it. Psalm 38, 15 says, I hope in you, O Lord, and you will answer, O Lord, my God. At times, God will answer no to what you ask of him. Do not despair. Instead, be willing to accept his response with full confidence that he is sovereign, omniscient, and always has your absolute best interest at heart. Take courage in these facts. First, the Lord knows what is best for you and for others. God knows what your future can be and will say no to things that would not truly satisfy your heart or that would impede you from reaching your full potential. Second, be assured that God can fulfill his promises to you. So if he says no to one option, it's because he has another one that's better. He has all power and authority. So even when your situation seems impossible by human standards, the Lord can still triumph. And finally, the Lord is never too early or too late. It may feel like your time has passed, However, your God knows exactly when and how to accomplish his plans perfectly. Oh, I believe it, listeners. I believe it. And I know it hurts when God says no. But remember, 
He always acts with wisdom and love toward you. He knows what is best for you. So just trust him fully. And soon enough, you're going to rejoice in his yes. Jesus, I thank you for telling me no. Knowing that your best for me is still to come. Amen. I accept it. I accept it. On bended knee, I accept it. God's purpose for your life. Romans 8.20 The creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into freedom of the glory of the children of God. Okay, it's a mouthful. Basically, he's saying, let him in. Our inability to experience God's love is much like our inability to experience the fullness of the Lord's power working in us. We haven't yielded ourselves to him. We have closed ourselves off to his work. And of course, that doesn't stop him from loving you or from attempting to heal the wounded places in your heart. And he does so through the circumstances of life that break your dependency on the fleeting identity, security, and worth that this world offers you. Even in the struggles you face, realize that your heavenly father is calling out to you saying, I love you. I'm not going to hurt you. I can heal you and set you free. God is not out to destroy you, but to woo you to him. He desires to give you what you truly satisfy, what would truly satisfy the deepest parts of your soul. Please stop shutting him out. The very things you are depending on are keeping you in bondage to your most profound words. Let him in and allow him to give you exactly what you truly need. Jesus, I invite you in. Heal me. My Savior, I trust you. Amen. Listeners, we know in spades that God is real. We know that God loves us. He's involved in every aspect of our lives. What a miracle to know that he's got the whole world in his hands. I'm so, so happy to be in his hands. And I know you are too. So let's stay there, listeners. Let's cling tight to his hand. He's got us. Nobody else has us like he has us. 
It's supposed to feel good. You're supposed to feel safe when you trust him is when you truly know him. To trust him is to know him. To know him is to love him. To love him opens every single door. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Come back tomorrow and the day after and the day after. We'll be here. Start your day with the Lord. I love you. Jesus loves you. Bye for now. Thank you.